What's up guys? We believe teenagers have been put in a box and under a stereotype and we want to break out of that. Every week we talk with the next generation of innovators and influencers about stuff like entertainment, fashion, sports, and food. We also get the perspective on current topics as well as find out what keeps them motivated on the daily. Welcome to Juvie. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Juvie Podcast and before we start, make sure to subscribe on YouTube, like the video, leave a comment, make sure you follow us on all social medias at Juvie Podcast, TikTok, Instagram, everything on Spotify and Apple Music, download the episodes because it helps so much. And every single Monday at 12 p.m., a new episode's coming out, so set those post notifications on YouTube as well. Exactly. Now let's introduce our special guest for today, young business owner and entrepreneur, James from the Factory Surfing Company. Tell us about yourself, James. Hey, I'm James. Uh, I own the factory. It's located in Virginia Beach, Virginia. How old yeah. are you? Uh, I'm 19 years old. So Sick. you own your own surfboard factory at 19. Yeah. That's pretty insane. How, okay, so out of any business, why a surfboard company? Um, really, it was more just a passion thing when I first started. Started when I was 14, and it kind of spiraled out of control. And um, In a good way, it though. It turned into a business. So. That's super sick. So, you, did you grow up surfing? Yeah, I grew up surfing. Actually, my parents were avid surfers. They traveled around wow. the world surfing different places like Spain, Portugal, wow. uh, South America. So so did they inspire you? So you grew up surfing, but then at what point did it change from you just surfing to you making boards? Yeah, so um, about in 2015, well, if we backtrack a little bit, about 2013, um, my dad actually got diagnosed with cancer. Oh, I'm and sorry. he would take me surfing, especially when he was going through chemo and stuff like that. He would actually bring me out in the water and wow. bring, bring me and my sister out in the water and we'll go surf. Um, and it was something really cool to connect with uh, him and keep him active yeah. during that time period. But um, he wouldn't surf too much just because it wasn't <laughs> the best situation yeah. to do when you're sick, but um, he would bring us out all the time. And so, uh, and then 2015, he actually passed away and oh, I'm sorry. I kind of felt like, something was missing in my life and you know something wasn't there so I was like trying to find something to keep myself occupied and yeah uh building surfboards is what it was that's yeah. a great it, story it really seems like went. when brands have kind of like that heart behind it it yeah. always seems like they have way it's just way more impactful if you know what I mean yeah yeah but. what how okay how many boards have you made since you started um, I honestly don't know. It's definitely in the hundreds, not in the wow. thousands, but, um, really right now, my main focus is I build boards with a lot of different people and, mm-hmm. um, I do contracting with people. That's actually how I make money. Surfboards okay. doesn't really make that much money yeah. unless you're doing it with a collective group of people. Yeah. And so that's kind of what I started doing because if I just stayed making custom surfboards for um just the consumer market it would just be a disaster yeah Yeah. so for me that i mean i've served a couple times but i don't know the process like how how does a board start from like start to where you sell it like what's your process from building a board yeah so it's about it depends on how fast you go and how many you have in production but it's about it could be a one week to a one month process okay and it starts with a surfboard blank which is um 
pretty much just a big chunk of foam and you could either use a machine which i have a cnc machine yeah. to cut specific files and specific shapes or you could shape by hand and that's how i started was i uh started shaping surfboards by hand wow and um that could take anywhere from two or three hours to two or three days wow it really depends on what you're making and then it goes to something called glassing and that's what makes the board waterproof and that could take about two weeks wow so what is what's the glassing like is it actual glass like liquid yeah it's fiberglass mixed with um uh like epoxy resin oh wow that's super sick i need to i need to get me a factory board dude yeah how how long have you been running when did you stop um i started the factory uh the beginning of 2020 but I had my own brand for about three, four years, and nice. I worked with a bunch of different guys um, that really helped me get my feet off the ground and learn a bunch of valuable lessons. Yeah, so I mean, do. I don't, I've never obviously, oh, okay, that's cool. I've never obviously heard of a 19-year-old owning their own factory. So yeah. when, you kind of explained like why you started it, but when did you kind of realize like, oh, I need, I want to own my own factory and start doing this like i don't know do you do it full-time yeah uh pretty much i go to school i go to old dominion university in virginia beach okay um uh online but yeah so i worked with this group of guys i'm not going to name names because it was a really bad situation oh but um we kind of worked together i took money that i had and put it into the business with them and you could consider me like a business partner with them and i was yeah. like about 16 at the time and wow. I was super young and these guys were about 50 years old so oh. and they had been doing this for a really long time it was great knowledge but a lot of bad things happened uh during that time period they were stealing money um Dang. weren't paying people it was just a horrible their whole business model was just a shit show so, so you yeah. kind of just decided oh I need to like start my own my own thing yeah, so actually my factory right now is a part of the factory that they had that I actually basically took from them. Okay. Uh, because they were there was so much bad blood, I just was like, All right, I'm gonna take what I've invested into this and run with it. And they actually were right next to me uh last year competing against me. Dang. Wow. So that must have been pretty was, uh, intense. Yeah, how was how was that yeah. having to compete with your old business partners who have been doing it for significantly longer it was bad at first uh they're actually out of business right now oh, they went oh. out of business about two months ago so you outlasted uh, them <laughs> yeah so <laughs> some bad stuff caught up to them and i kind of received the blame for a lot of stuff that went on because um just they they're the ones who were able to talk to everybody and i just didn't have my foot in the door for all yeah, the clients and everything to kind of speak on it but um now that time has told the true story, yeah. all those clients have come to me, and yeah. it's really, it it's it was a great learning experience. I um, was basically taught what not to do in yeah. business those first couple of years I started, and that was at the time it was like, um, I was like, oh, this is the worst situation ever. Yeah. But now I look back and I'm like, that 
if I didn't go through that, I wouldn't be where I am today. Yeah, yeah. I respect that, like, taking just such a bad yeah. situation and turning into a good learning experience. Exactly. Because we talk about that a lot. Like, I mean, you could probably consider that a fail because yeah. you failed in a certain sense, but then he's taking just the good stuff out of it and yeah. using it. I think that's I think that's super sick. So kind of to bounce off that, what would you say the most important lesson you've learned since running your own business would be? That's a hard one. Um, there's so many lessons. I mean, just like you said, if you fail at something, take it as a learning experience. Yeah. Like that's your opportunity to not mess up again. You know, and that what I told you was probably my biggest failure. I mean, the amount of money that was lost and um, relationships that were squashed was horrible and uh, I definitely wouldn't want to go through that situation again, but it yeah. taught me so much, and um, I'm actually thankful. Yeah, for a bad I mean, situation, taking so. those like if you guys, we just recorded an episode a couple minutes before this, and our SD card started smoking, so I think yeah. we lost that episode. But what did we learn out of that, Josh? We learned to switch the SD card before we started recording this one. See, so we took that bad situation and turned it into. Something and we good. also learned just keep going. Yeah, if something bad happens. Don't let it ruin the next one. Yeah, just, exactly. Just keep going. Um, this is a question, if you don't feel comfortable asking it, because I know a lot of people don't really like talking about numbers, how much have you invested into this company from start to finish? Um, This year, about roughly like $30,000. Wow. wow. Uh, which isn't that much comparable to what went into the other company. Not on my own. Mm -hmm. I didn't have capital but um close to a hundred thousand dollars was probably lost at the last venture wow wow uh, so and it was no go ahead go ahead yeah horrible <laughs> yeah i was gonna say how did you i mean you're still at a young age how did you acquire that much money then to invest yeah so um this when my dad passed away he he put all this money into social security and yeah i was getting checks and um from the government <laughs> i was like you know putting into a college fund, but honestly, I don't want to go to college. I don't, I think it's a waste of time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was like, all right, I want to invest this money into something I believe in. Wow. And that's what I did. I started investing it into, well, the wrong, um, area At first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So actually all that money pretty much went to them. Wow. And what I started this year with was what I had left over that I took back from them Dang, and a wow. big part of that was the machine I actually own right now which is probably the only thing that kept me in business last year so wow yeah I was gonna um, ask how did yeah. how did COVID hit you COVID was great it sounds oh, wow. messed up to say no I get for it the surfboard industry um a big problem with surfboards is that a lot of them come out of China mm -hmm. yeah. and those are all like production line um just pop outs but what we do is pretty much all by hand and um wow. you have to take years and years of experience to really kind of dial that in and yeah. uh, the all the taxes and um trading through china everything kind of made it so no boards could come out of china yeah wow everybody had to buy local yeah. and think about just, that that's interesting i also feel like everybody Bro. Yeah, I also feel like especially during COVID when you weren't allowed to be social, a good place to be would be on the water. So I feel like everybody, yeah. if they hadn't surfed before, they'd be like, okay, yeah, let's learn. Or people who exactly. 
wanted to surf or like already did surf it was probably they didn't really lose much they were just they could surf as much as they wanted i guess yeah and the stimulus checks too that oh, yeah, would, yeah. um people get that money they're like huh what can i spend this on Surf and it really board. helped a lot of small businesses out too yeah, yeah i think i think covid's opened the eyes to like people that don't realize the small businesses in their city that like ordering off amazon in china isn't always the best move even yeah. if it's more expensive like you know that people handmade it and there's yeah. like hard going into that's it, why right? my parents always told me it's always good to support local yeah exactly i mean that's what the whole surf industry skateboard industry yeah all that stuff was built on is just local surf shops yeah and skate shops so. yeah so you said you're located in virginia is okay this might sound really dumb but there's is virgin virginia on a coast yeah virginia is on the east coast okay so is it like the water like freezing uh, right now the water is pretty cold, um, yeah. but we're in the pretty much the dead center of the East coast, which is a great position, especially if you want to distribute, um, surfboards up and down the coast. So do you have like a storefront where people can come in and buy boards? Not really. Uh, that's something I want to work on, but yeah. right now, like I said, I just work with, actually, I work with a lot of different companies, um, and make boards for them. Mm -hmm. Run us through that. I'm interested so. what that, what that looks like. Say that again. I said I'm interested what it looks like when you mean you run like you work with other companies. Yeah, so um there's a few different things. So right now the way I support pretty much my overhead is I rent out space to a bunch of creators, um, different people wanting to build boards start where I was at a few years ago. And yeah. I'm trying to build a platform for people, not only people who build surfboards, but uh artists and um, people like you guys too, just to yeah. come in and use the space and um, start making things. You that's, know? So that's really uh, sick. So is it like one big warehouse and then it's sectioned off? Yeah, exactly. So um, it's not too big. It's about 4,000 square feet. Okay. Wow. But um, yeah, there's just a few bays um, to build surfboards. There's about two artist studios and wow. um, just the whole downstairs is uh, pretty much where I work on a lot of different things, but I want to expand it. Like I said, to build more of a platform, yeah. especially yeah. for young, younger people to kind of grow and scale so I can help them out too. Yeah. That's super. And, so you uh, said, you said you bought this place at the beginning of 2020. Yeah, exactly. Nice. That's really cool. How much, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm a very, I'm the type of person I'm, I'm very interested in numbers when I'm talking about yeah. businesses. Um, how much revenue have you pulled in since you started the factory? Oh, right now, not that much. It's about $60,000, wow. okay. something like that. Um, but this year, I'm projected to do about one hundred and twenty. dollars Wow. wow. So, that must feel really um, cool being only 19. I guess. I mean, I really don't share that stuff with anybody, yeah. but I mean, I don't mind Yeah. right now. It's something, um, it's really not that much money, especially for a business. Yeah, uh, the margins of surfboards isn't that high anyway. So I feel like, um, I feel like especially for like young people, it's good to hear numbers though, because it opens our eyes to something different. Yeah, like when people are like, "Oh, I know, I don't want to talk about numbers." It's like, but then what are you shooting for? Because I mean, money's always some. I mean, there's other priorities. Not money's not the most important, yeah. but obviously it inspires people. You know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, um, when you see it's something to project to, like. I'm always, each month, I'm always like, all right, I need to make this amount. Yeah, it gives um, you a goal. And with the seasons especially, because surfing is a seasonal sport. So yeah. uh, 
sales are different. So during the summer is when I project to have the most um, revenue come through the shop. And um, I'm always setting a goal for myself. Yeah, yeah, I think that's so important. So far, I've always gone over that goal, which is also a great achievement to yeah. have. But um, you always want to shoot high, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So you said that it's not always all about the money. How do you say, or like, how do you think success is measured? Like, what would you say you measure, measure success in? Um, I just want to build a long-lasting platform to um, help people improve their lives. You know, mm-hmm. if I can do that successfully, I would feel extremely successful. Yeah, I feel so. like, I think success is also just like enjoying what you're doing. Cause mm-hmm. It comes to a certain point. Like we posted a TikTok a couple of days ago talking and a lot of the comments were like, yeah, but when you're older, life sucks. And I'm like, does it have to suck? Like, what yeah. if you set yourself up for a future that you actually enjoy living? Like, I think that's so much more important. Yeah. Obviously, like a money is going to affect how you're living. But if you enjoy your job, you're going to be I happy. Think I'd much rather have a job that I love, which doesn't pay great, than a job that I hate, oh, yeah, which like sure. pays a lot of money. Because then you have money, but you don't have happiness. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like that's way more important. Yeah, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Because like we're with this podcast right now, we absolutely love filming it. Yeah. And we're not making anything back from it. No, but that's not, but that's not we, why we started it. We're completely aware that it's probably not going to bring us any revenue but, for a couple of years but it's a goal for us yeah. it's not like we're just being like oh, oh exactly it's yeah like we don't want to make money. oh no we didn't we'd like to we know it's coming yeah eventually but yeah that's not why we do it and that's i think that's definitely a thing that a lot of people when they start a business they do it just for the money and that's why they can't put their full attention into it because they're never actually fully enjoying it you know yeah we found james through a tiktok comment so i'm interested yeah. What did, what was your first impression when you saw that TikTok? Oh, I was extremely stoked about it. I was like, this is awesome, especially seeing two young guys doing this. I was Thank like, you. I've never seen this before, first yeah. off. And second off, I know for a fact this is about to be bigger than Joe Rogan. Oh, so thank you. We, I we had to hop that. on the train. We saw that comment. We're like, 19-year-old factory. Uh, it's done. Yeah, we're having them 100%. Because, I mean, there was like thousands of comments, and we're like, no. Like, we were sp- picking specific yeah. ones. We didn't even look at your account and question it. We're like, okay, surfboard company. Yeah, he's on. Yeah. We, we loved seeing your comment. Has social media affected your business at all, like in a good way? Uh, yeah, most of my... Um, individual sales when i'm not working with other companies is through social media oh wow. and that's how i'm discovered i really don't have a huge following i'm really bad <laughs> especially with instagram i need to get a lot better to get on that instagram thing every day you guys yeah. are doing a great job you thank you i mean it's kind of like it's like we that's what's interesting about teenagers is like a lot of people live their lives on social media so it's like we just know where to target right yeah exactly yeah well Which, everybody watching this right now go follow james on tiktok and instagram What's the at? Uh, James.surfs is my TikTok Perfect. and my Instagram for my personal. Great. And then the factory.mfg is my company Instagram. Great. So, so first link in the description as well. Go show some support. If you're needing a new surfboard, go hit up James. Yeah. So a question we ask a lot on the podcast that interests me a lot is like where in your daily life do you feel like most happy? Like, is it when you're building boards is when you're at home out on the waves? I don't know. Um, I really don't know. I mean, I'm happy 99% of the time. I love that. That's great. Um, just 
being able to work and um see my family every day and yeah do you live uh, near your family yeah i actually live in my mom's house right now right so. nice. that's great josh where would, you, where would you say you're most happy in your daily life it's hard i feel well mommy not in your yeah i get yeah in your daily life daily life like right now yeah day to day it's cliche but i feel like a lot of the time it's when i'm at the gym same I'll or at the gym. when i'm driving and listening to music i love driving I feel like it's just like whenever I get a good idea or like or if something good happens like with the podcast. Yeah. Honestly, working on the podcast makes me really happy and also just being in the gym. So where do you see the factory MFG in five years? Um, in five years, I want to be in a new location for sure. Mm-hmm. Like uh, in a different state? Say that again? In a different state or like just a different building? A uh, different building. Okay. Uh, I would love to be in a different state. Yeah. But Virginia is a great spot for what I'm doing right now. Yeah, so for I'm sure. Gonna stay in Virginia for a while, but um, I want to be in a different building, a bigger building. Uh, I would definitely want more members, and I want more of an established message and yeah. the community and everything. Something to be back. Okay. You know? I get that. So, I mean, along the lines of like a future thing, if someone were to walk up to you and hand you 10 grand and they give you 24 hours to spend it, what would you do? And you couldn't donate it. You no have donation. to like selfish spending. <laughs> I was about to say donate, but um, I would give it to my mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I totally I get that. Donating it. Did like when you were young, did your parents like were your parents very, very, um, what's the word? Just toy blanket right now. Supportive? Yeah. So, like, when you growing up, were your parents, like, always very supportive with whatever you wanted to do? Uh, yeah, pretty much. As long as I did good in school. Yeah. But, I mean, they started their own business. That's kind of what helped me and inspired me also to do what I'm doing. Is I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And yeah. I've tried multiple different things and failed at mul- multiple different things. But, I mean, this kind of stuck. So Yeah. Yeah. That's super I mean, sick. Um, I have a question. If you could work with any celebrity, influencer, brand, business, anyone to either build a board for or work with, who would it be or what would it be? I would probably work with Kanye West. Oh, yeah, dude. That's a good answer. <laughs> Same. Kanye's the best. Why Kanye though? Uh, so I actually listened to, I really wasn't a big fan of him. Until I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast with him. Oh, yeah. And it kind of opened my eyes. He talked about how he wanted to be president mm-hmm. and everything. And I thought it was kind of ridiculous. Then He's a big I kind of listened to his ideas and the way he thought. And I was like, I kind of think that way. Yeah. You know? And if I, I always thought, I was like, if I had an opportunity to work with Kanye West, I would jump on that so quick. Oh, because yeah. He, a, a Yeezy X factory a- board? How sick would that be? <laughs> that would be dope. That would be super. Who would you work with if you could work with anyone for the podcast or just personally? Like create a shoe with someone. Oh, create a shoe. I think if I could have anyone on the podcast, it'd probably be in soon because he's getting old, but probably Jaden Smith. Oh, Jaden Smith, he's my favorite celebrity. That would be so dope. I think if I was going to make a shoe with anybody, I'd go classic. I'd go Michael Jordan. Oh, a classic. Yes. Yeah, I cool want here. a custom pair of Jordans. Or, mm. I'd also work, I want to work Gordon Ramsay so bad. Okay, but for the pod, if you could go on any podcast, who would it be with? Ooh, like go on somebody else's podcast? Yeah. 
I think I'd probably do like impulsive. Like impulsive would be so because, sick. Because I mean, it's younger. Like if we went on Joe Rogan, I feel like I'm talking to my dad. Yeah. You know. What do you think the most misunderstood thing about young business owners is? I'd say that you're not capable of doing something. Yeah. Or, yeah, being underestimated is one of the biggest things yeah. I've fallen into, and I know a bunch of people have fallen into. Do you ever do you ever use that as kind of like your fuel? Like the people that don't believe in you, like, oh, I'm going to prove you wrong? Of course, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to prove people wrong every day Yeah. with things, people that doubt you. That's how you stay motivated. It's like, yeah. Yeah. all this person said to me about me, I need to prove them wrong. Yeah. They're not right it's like at the same time, I feel like I'm always trying to like prove myself wrong, like just yeah. break every goal that I have for myself. So I guess in a way, it's like proving yourself wrong. Yeah, I mean, I guess with Juvu, we kind of did that. We wanted yeah. to get a hundred subscribers in March, and now we're like, and now we're at five. Yeah, if you guys are watching right now, get us. We're probably over five hundred by the time this comes out. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. But go subscribe right now. Yeah, because we yeah we wanted to get hundred subscribers in a month, and we did it in a week. That's yeah, that was and insane. It's all because of TikTok, honestly, yeah. dude. It's because of people like James that commented. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, we want to wrap this this show up with a t- segment that we came up with personally. Just for this, just for this one episode specifically, we call it "Could You Surf That." So we're gonna tell James a random object, anything, and he's gonna say he's gonna tell us if he thinks he could catch a wave on it. Ready for this? Me personally? Yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. You. Okay, okay. Or like someone that you think is really good at surfing. All right, let's start it off with an ironing board. Of course. You People think... have already done that. Yep. Really? 100%. Yep. With the legs on it, too? Yeah. Damn, really? That's impressive. That thing. That's crazy. Um, A door. A door? Yeah. That's been done, too. Oh, yeah. dude. Dang, we're, not, dude. we're not shooting big enough. Okay, okay. Well, now my next one sounds so dumb. You go again. Okay. This one I did kind of go. A laptop. <laughs> like a big laptop. I, I don't think that would be serviceable. You don't yeah. think so? Unless you were towed behind like a boat, maybe, and it was like oh, that's in true. Half, yeah. Yeah. All right. What about a log, like a circular, heavy log? I don't think so. No. Because you don't think that it would float? It would sink. sink. Yeah, facts. It would sink. It would. Yeah, if you got it on top of it, it would definitely sink. Yeah. Um, my last one, a folded chair, like just a folding chair. Maybe I I couldn't personally surf it, but. There are some crazy people out there. That All right, I have one things. final one to wrap it up. I just thought of a singular ski. Like a thin ski. If you, there's a student, his name's Jamie O'Brien. Oh, I, I've seen him, yeah. Yeah, he he might have done one on a singular ski before. Jeez. But um, they towed in the waves on those things. And That's insane. They're surfing like uh, 15 foot waves. Which- so, what's the biggest wave you've ever caught? Yeah, so in Costa Rica, I surfed a 15-foot wave. Dang. And That's crazy. It was probably the scariest moment of my life. Um, really? So I instantly popped up. I was com- fully committed. It's like basically dropping into um, a half pipe or something. Yeah. You're like, all right, I, I got to commit to this. So I fully committed. And of course, I fall <laughs> and um, get destroyed. And my leash, which kind of holds me on yeah. the board, pops off. Oh, and I was oh like, no. I was like, oh, crap. So I'm like swimming, swimming, swimming. And I was, I couldn't find where the top was. And I start freaking out. Dang. And I'm like going crazy. And so I'm like trying to float. And I, like, I thought I was about to drown. Finally get to the top. And I'm like screaming. There's a bunch of 
Costa Ricans out there, <laughs> like who's this American kid screaming for his life right now? <laughs> and nobody helped me. Uh, actually, somebody did help me, but nobody wanted to help me. And this dude paddles up, gives me his board, and he just swam right in. And I was like freaking out. But um, I stayed in the water and actually surfed his board a little bit. And oh, nice. Have you ever sur- surfed shore break? I think that's what it's called, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> Virginia Beach actually has a lot of shore break. And, Dang. Um, Does that hurt when you fall, though? Some people think it hurts, but it depends on how you surf it. I Wait, mean, for someone who I doesn't know what that is, do you want to – where the wave breaks the first time the wave breaks is on the shore right yeah so there's like two different breaks there's an outside break which is um maybe on a sandbar out like 100 yards and then there's an inside break which is pretty much right on the sand and um can get super dry yeah because i used to oh yeah because i used to skimboard so i mean that's what i was looking for i was looking for those waves that were right on the shore so i didn't have to go out too too far yeah, skimboarding is super fun, too. Yeah, it's so fun. I, I mean, it wasn't that good, but I could do, like, three shoves and stuff. Because I skate. So, like, skimboarding, I was like, no way. This is like skating on thin water. Oh, I'm horrible at skimboarding. I, I couldn't get the hang of it either. It's, I mean, it's because, it's I mean, at the lake we went to, there wasn't the best yeah, no, area to do it. It's way better at the ocean, yeah. especially when it's slanted. All right. Well, I think, I think we've asked all the questions. Yeah. But make sure, first link in the description is going to be all the socials for the factory and James. If you guys are watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe, hit the post notifications, leave a comment. Again, TikTok every single day. James, are you going to start posting on TikTok? You're going to need to see some factory TikToks. I, I need to post more on All TikTok. Right. Because so I we did see a TikTok from you where you were like pouring the um yeah. the epoxy that on the board. That was content. nice stuff. You should do more of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I didn't never get feedback. So Yeah, no, you should. So go show support on the factory TikTok, our TikTok, everything. Yeah. Thanks, James, for coming on again. Of course. Thank you for having me. Yeah, that's a wrap. That's a wrap.